Hey everybody, we just wanted to give you a heads up that on this episode, it is our first time doing remote recording. Um, I had caught a bit of a cold and so uh, we didn't want to record together um, just to be safe and not spread germs. Greetings! Greetings. Welcome to Film Gazers, a podcast focusing on the science fiction, horror, fantasy, trinity, and other 20th century entertainment. I'm Steph. I'm Jess. We're cousins slash besties. Join us as we discuss, reminisce, and review films from our childhood. So, this is our last episode in our Summer of Blockbuster series. We are going to be ending it with 1994's Speed, directed by Jeanne de Bont who also did Twister, which um, was actually the episode that started our summer blockbusters, I Mm. believe. I thought that was crazy. Yeah, we've come all the way around, huh? Yeah. Gone full circle. Full (laughs) debant. The full (laughs) debant. The full (laughs) debante. All right, so it was written by Graham Yost. Uh, produced by Mark Gordon. It was starring Keanu Reeves, Dennis Hopper, and Sandra Bullock. It was edited by John Wright. Music by Mark Mancina. It was released on June 10th of that year, 1994. The running time is 116 minutes. It is rated R. I remembered to write down the rating this time. That blows me away that it was rated R. I know. It really wasn't uh, that spicy. (laughs) And uh, I only heard one fuck, so nothing too extreme. I think that might be the requirement. Or can you say... I thought it was two. Maybe. Two fucks and you're rated R. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The budget was about uh, 30 to 37 million is what I saw. Uh, the box office it did three hundred and fifty million. So this nice. was like a legitimate blockbuster. Blockbuster, yes. Um, it, was... it was the fifth highest grossing film of nineteen ninety four, and it won two Academy Awards for best sound effects editing and best sound. Nice. So this movie sounded legit. <laughs> <laughs> well, the score was uh, you know pretty epic. It did have very like film orchestra music. Mm-hmm. They went all out. Mm-hmm. They really did. All right. So a little uh, fun facts is uh, part of the inspiration that the writer, uh, Graham Yost, had was um, about um, a John Voight film, Runaway Train. And I just thought it was really appropriate that when looking into some of these facts and research that um, it led to John Voight. Um, I think he might be the harbinger <laughs> of doom. I think he's our spirit animal. (laughs) (laughs) He's come to show us the way into the void. (laughs) He's going to drag us down into it. (laughs) He's going to drag us to hell. (laughs) (laughs) Through the event horizon. (laughs) Exactly. Instead of Sam Neill, it's John (laughs) Boyd. Yeah. It it don't take you to, I mean, it takes you to hell, but it's. John voice version. <laughs> and everyone speaks in that accent. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they all float down there. <laughs> anyway, 
Um, so Runaway Train was a little bit of the inspiration as well as a uh, 1975 Japanese film, The Bullet Train. Um, I guess these were both about like trains that were like kind of speeding out of control, uh, that kind of situation. Um, but Graham always thought that they would have been better um, if there had been like a bomb, you know, that was like creating, you know, this tension and everything. And a friend was uh, the one who gave him the 50 miles per hour idea, which um, I thought it was 55. So when I watched the movie and then was reading, I was like, oh, yeah, it was 50, I guess. All I could think of was that Sammy Hagar song. Can't drive 55. (laughs) Yeah. They should have Uh, marketed that together and it could have been, you know, the summer of 55. (laughs) <laughs> right <laughs> although i don't know when that song came out so no I, i'm sure it was, i know it was before well i don't before know 94 i don't know i don't Could've remember been hagar yeah. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> so the initial script was taken to paramount uh they did show some interest in it um it initially though was entirely just on the bus for like two hours Uh, They thought about John McTiernan, who was the director of Predator and Die Hard. Um, But he was like, nah, that's too much like Die Hard. (laughs) And um, he did suggest, though, DeBont. And so that was kind of how he uh, got attached to the project. And eventually they took it to um, Fox because Paramount um, just dipped out, I guess. And Fox said they would do it if they did actually kind of um, mix it up a little bit and make some more scenes that weren't bus related. And so they were like, yeah, sure. And they, of course, got Joss Whedon uh, to be brought in as a script doctor. And so far he has been mentioned, and I think in a couple of the ones that we've covered now, uh, as being brought in and doing some script doctor work. Um, and he's attributed to writing like a majority of the dialogue in this film because apparently it was a bit of a train wreck before and they had Keanu Reeves's character, I guess, emulating uh, the diehard character, like the Bruce Willis. Um, so apparently it was so much that even a lot of the actors who were initially given... Uh, the script with that original uh, writing of the dialogue, they like turned it down because I guess it was so glaringly obvious of being a diehard um, knockoff, which I feel like is a lot of these movies we've been watching right. as well. <laughs> yes. It was the 90s. And uh, just a few more facts, uh, stunt facts, of course, since we're doing these action blockbusters. Uh, Keanu Reeves really did the stunt where he was um, going from the Jaguar car onto the bus during that initial when he had hijacked that guy's car, basically. Um, so, yeah, he did that. He practiced behind the director's back because uh, the director didn't want him to actually do it, even though he was willing. Um, and he did it anyway, kind of learned how. So when they did the sequence that day, he really surprised them and uh, just, like, did the whole thing. So, yeah, I thought that was yeah, pretty that was cool. Pretty badass. Go Keanu! <laughs> <laughs> and then Johnny. the bus jump stunt. Um, apparently, there was a Mythbusters episode about it where they did say that, yeah, that wouldn't be able to happen. Um, I think anyone watching it could tell you that, yeah, that couldn't happen. Um, but <laughs> fun fact <laughs> when they um, actually filmed it the first time, the stunt driver missed the ramp completely and the bus just crashed. And then the second time they uh, did it, they did it. 
it, but this time it caught too much air than they expected, and it landed directly on the camera equipment, uh, destroying the footage in the camera. Uh, luckily, they had one more, like, backup, kind of, that was even further away that did catch it. So, um, it was a lot of work for, in my opinion, nothing, because I guffawed at that stunt. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, like we said... Uh, if if it had a ramp, I mean, it might have been plausible, but it was just like a cut in half, you know, like section of the highway. He like, does there's mention, no way. I think in one, <laughs> I don't know how he says it in the movie. I can't remember, but it's like he says there's got to be like an on ramp or like a he said, mentioned a ramp. But well, I, I think no he meant thing. that it's going to be a <laughs> ramp to where it's supposed to be maybe on a trajectory going downwards. So maybe... Oh, but it was straight across. <laughs> there's no momentum for this bus to, to do this at all. Um, but of course, it looks right. like it catches air because, of course, when they filmed it, they had to use a ramp, which they did not show, it, it seemed like, in the movie. Right. Yeah, that was kind of uh, lame, in my opinion. Either way, it was silly. <laughs> um, but, okay, with that uh, kind of little tidbits, uh, Jess is going to take it away with some of that you Googled summary. In a downtown high-rise building in Los Angeles, a psychopathic bomber rigs an elevator full of people to plummet into the basement if his $3 million demand is not met. When LAPD SWAT officer Jack Traven foils the bomber's plan, the bomber retaliates. First, he blows up a city bus, then contacts Traven to warn him that a second bus has a bomb attached to it. Once that bus hits 50 miles an hour, the bomb is armed. If it drops below 50, it will explode. Any attempt at rescue is made, the bomb will also explode. Will Jack and his fellow SWAT members be able to stop the psychopathic bomber, or will the passengers be killed when the bus runs out of gas? So, early so memories. my early memories, in terms of the actual scenes or movies, I remembered the most was um, him on the little platform thing, like going under the bus. So that, mm -hmm. yes, towards the end, towards the end. Um, I guess when he's like trying to disarm it or whatever, um, that's like the scene that stuck out the most that I recalled, as well as more of the feeling of watching this movie. Because it was such an exciting action movie. <laughs> and it was so romantic. Mm-hmm. It was romantic. And, like, Keanu and Samuel <laughs> like, were... Chemistry was crack-a-lackin'. Yes, exactly. That's, that's what I remember the most, was, like, their chemistry of how... Um, just on the edge of your seat, it was uh, with this movie of, oh, my God, the bus, like... Right. It has to go 50 miles an hour, but will it make it? <laughs> and then there's all these obstacles in the way that they're running over. It was thrilling. Yeah. It was epic. Yes. It was so long. <laughs> yes. and I don't Keanu remember Reeves it was... being that long. 
yeah, I don't remember it being that long because I didn't remember apparently a good last 30, probably only almost 40 minutes in the movie. Right, me neither. I thought that was the end of when they slid out from underneath the bus. Yes, I totally thought that was the end as well. So So I was surprised there was still like 30 minutes left. There was like a whole third act, basically. Yeah, (laughs) unnecessary. That I had no recollection of. None whatsoever. (laughs) But, all right. Um, So, yeah, those were, like I said, that I kind of had that one standout scene and kind of the the chemistry and the excitement that I thought that was supposed to be coming from the the two main characters. Um, And I guess you are about the same huh yeah pretty much I, that's mostly my recollection was like oh so romantic so i guess we should just get into it shall we shall we okay so the opening credits it starts right away first off like jumps right into it like yeah like a i guess a cold open kind of mm-hmm. um we're descending down an elevator shaft yes which apparently he really did that for that shot. Can he? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. The director, I guess. Oh, like, okay. they really had, like, yeah. It, I read a little bit about that. I was like, eh, interesting. This was one of the scenes that they had the idea of, like, adding. So that way everything just wasn't on a bus. Oh. But <laughs> Filler scenes. Yeah, but the one thing I will give this director, Devon, is when he goes for something, he just goes for it, and then he's like, now we're going to do it for a pretty long time. So <laughs> we open with this elevator, like, shaft, yeah. And I guess it's supposed to, like, give us a sense of how tall this building is. But it just was not the opening I expected. Right. And it had very Microsoft Word. <laughs> That's what it was. Like, yeah, like the clip art or whatever. Yeah, the font. <laughs> Credits were terrible. Yeah, I was like, what is that text? Mm-hmm. And the music, though, starts coming in. It's very, uh, like, a modern, well, 90s modern, like, <laughs> secret agent kind of I wrote score. thrilling adventure music. There we go. There we go. Thrilling, But I yes, felt like but kind of the score techie. was kind of giving you the whole movie. Like, it was like, oh, then it gets exciting, then it gets this, then it gets, ooh, and then it gets this. It did. <laughs> It, it did felt like it went through the entire score of the film. Yeah, yeah that's what like it felt the like. Whole, mm-hmm. Yeah, because when it gets towards the bottom, the music even changed uh, quite mm-hmm. drastically. And um, so finally we reached the bottom. And who is down there but Dennis Hopper, who I did not remember being <laughs> in this movie at all. No, I remembered him. I didn't remember Jeff Daniels. I didn't remember either. So, <laughs> so, so yeah. So when Dennis Hopper makes his debut um, in this film, it is him just stabbing this guy <laughs> in his like back of his throat ear area. <laughs> I, I put that that made up for the boring intro. <laughs> well, what was so funny is that the way he was holding the guy, the security officer was asking him, he was like down in the shaft, like working on something. Mm-hmm. And do you have a work order for that? And the way he was bringing that work order up, like, obviously, suspiciously holding, you know, something underneath it. He's like, oh, yeah, oh, guy this. Was... <laughs> guy was oblivious. He did not yeah. see it coming. And screwdriver in your ear hole. <laughs> oh, man. And, 
Yeah, so that was, uh, like I said, kind of, to me, a very boring intro. And then to be like, bam, face stabbing. And then, bam, and, bomb on the elevator. Yeah, exactly. And then we get, okay, it's in an office building, bombs on an elevator. Yeah, and this is when Jeff Daniel shows up. And I'm like, Harry! And then it turns out his name is Harry. The- <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right, it was, wasn't it? <laughs> I yeah, forgot about that. <laughs> that's all I could think of. Was like, so I started calling them Harry and Lloyd as I watched it. <clears throat> yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> some of this movie, I was starting to feel like, as we get further into, that everyone is dumb. Right, right. <laughs> and then so on the elevator, also, it was um, a guy that was in Twister. The guy with the big ears. His name is Patrick Fisher. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was him on the elevator. I don't remember <laughs> who he was he... in Twister, but I re- recognized him immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, um, he was the guy who worked for the bad guy in Twister. Oh, that's the right. The guy who drove the truck, yeah. right? Um, mm-hmm. He drove the truck? Yeah, he was the little guy that was driving the truck, or, like, the assistant guy, right? For the bad guy. I don't remember. Carrie Ooze. <laughs> Carrie, <laughs> Carrie, you know who. <laughs> Carrie, you know who. Because <laughs> I can't pronounce his name. Never. <laughs> and um, so, so it shows this crowded elevator, and then I like how. He's like, oh, he like pokes fun at the guy who like still like press the button I guess and he's like oh I'm gonna make sure it still works like I'm like you're a grown man are you bullying someone on an elevator for pressing the button that was already pressed (laughs) yeah and then and then they like start doing their descent because you figure out yeah that they kind of break it down because they are going a little back and forth now between the cops arriving and then Dennis Hopper and the people in the elevator and um, it's like a hostage situation. And to me, right off the bat, this just seems like a very odd thing to plan for a hostage situation. To, like elevator? Money. Does it not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, with like a bomb and an elevator. And it's it just seems so overly complicated. Like there are a lot could go wrong in this scenario, I feel like. Yes, for sure. And then like what makes all these randos in an elevator so important that people are gonna pay three million i don't know like (laughs) yeah there's only a handful of them in there i mean it wasn't like it was um you know a subway full of people or like a train full of people yeah like and and if if the elevator explodes it's not gonna necessarily blow up the entire building right i'm assuming just the elevator full of people but he's yeah, he like did that, say he spent two years working on this. Yeah, so I'm like two years, and it's only going to explode the elevator and the people in it, not the building, like not the city block, like not something to where you can really get some leeway in what you're asking for. Right. <laughs> I yeah. I mean, it's got to be over the top. I know. To the I'm glad you. He's so you angry the, that he only has nine fingers. That it took him two years, and in it, oh yeah, okay, we'll get into it later. Yeah, took him, okay. Anyway, took him, you don't, we don't know all that. We just know. Took him two years and a, a finger. <laughs> <laughs> there's, 
There's a hostage situation, and this guy wants some money, so he's made this elaborate elevator bomb thing. And then I like how... So it seems like Jeff Daniels, Harry, is uh, an actual bomb person. Is he a bomb squad guy? Um, I think Harry is. And then Keanu's just... SWAT. Just regular SWAT. Oh, he's SWAT. Okay. They're both SWAT, but I think Harry's a bomb specialist. Okay, this stuff makes way more sense now, because I really wasn't paying attention. <laughs> Did you not hear that you Googled summary? <laughs> I Yeah, well, no, only until I heard oh. you Googled summary <laughs> did I know they were specifically SWAT. I thought they were just generic LAPD, and I'm like, dear God, what kind of power are they giving Joe Schmo LAPD people? <laughs> They're like Starsky and Hutch. <laughs> I know, I was like... Um, why are real bomb squad people here? Why is Keanu Reeves doing this? Isn't he just a regular LAPD guy? <laughs> Isn't he just a beat cop? <laughs> like, yeah, I had, I had no idea. Um, yeah, okay, if he's SWAT, I guess that, that makes more sense. But I loved how that now car that. came careening over that hill. Like, whoa. Oh, it, it was like definitely a crown Vic, right? Yeah, and I was like, was that necessary, Keanu? they are ready and um and i gotta say canu <laughs> looks so attractive with short hair he was so young and so that short hair showed off his little face yeah he looked very like he looked like a cop like for sure that very young i'm a i'm gonna save you i'm a i'm the good guy right <laughs> the polite guy <laughs> they're the same yeah people. Yeah, but they show up in that Crown Vic, and, um, yeah, as all this is going down, this is when I'm like, whoa, I totally forgot about this, and then I was thinking the whole time, as they're talking about the hostages and the elevators, like, I'm legit like, oh, man, there's, like, people who die in this, right? That's what I was thinking. Not, yeah, not one person dies. I, for some reason, I thought that one, the last lady died that they were trying to get I out. thought she got cut in half. Me too. You know? Like, like I, <laughs> okay. I, I vaguely remembered that scene, how quick it was, you know, but I really thought she got chopped in half or, like, he was left holding half of her. Yes. Why did, why did we think that? Is there another movie I, that actually goes and does that? There or maybe it's a spoof movie. Okay, yeah, because we did watch a lot of spoofs, so maybe I'm just mixing it up with that. We'll have to dig into because, that. Yeah, I'll have to look into it more, and because uh, I swear, I swear, I thought she got cut in half, and they were like, oh my god, this guy's a monster. Right. Like, <laughs> I guess I thought the villain was more of a villain. <clears throat> and then I thought, okay, well, once she didn't die, I was like, okay, well, then Jeff Daniels has to die, you know? Like, he's got to be... He has to die, right? Like, somebody dies in this sequence. Yeah, no one dies in this no, beginning, no whole beginning number, basically. I'll have to say, Jeff Daniels really isn't that good in this movie. He's not that good? No, what do yeah. you think? I didn't mind him. I just don't uh, see him as an action star. Like, that was a little... Yeah, he seemed very out of place, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I got to say that um, when they were pulling them out of the elevator, like that scene was harrowing. <laughs> oh, you still, yeah, the excitement. Well, yeah, because I thought it was actually about to fall and kill someone. Yeah. And it, it was, uh, yeah, it was intense. 
I know. Okay, so, but before that, when the elevator, um, because that's at the very end when they actually save the people from the elevator, Mm -hmm. but during its descent the first time, um, in between, they have Harry and uh, Jack, is Keanu Reeves' character's name, they're, like, going, and they get, like, something, like, some kind of scaffolding, and they're, like, attaching it to the elevator. Right, the crane. (laughs) Yeah, like a crane thing. So they do that. And while they're doing it, I guess this is the beginning and like trying to like introduce you to their characters almost. And uh, but they have this, I don't know, I instantly did not like the dialogue in this movie. Uh, with them and their banter and their little like pop quiz stuff. Pop and all quiz, of that. Hot like, shot. <laughs> uh, like, yeah, I just. I don't know. I was like, blah. This is just blah. Like, straight from the beginning. Uh, a little too che- It was just so cheesy. It made me yeah. angry how cheesy it was. Well, I thought it was funny that that's... Because I don't remember them saying that, but that's why Dennis Hopper said, you know, pop quiz, the whole movie, was because of their banter. I thought that was funny. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because, like, he and, was and- also tired of their bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and because Dennis Hopper also, he's just so weird in this role as well. Like, he's such a weird bad guy. And um, they keep going back again to clips to him as well. And he's in, like, another kind of elevator. But this is when he's, like, listening. And he, they keep showing his face and he looks, like, really excited but also like, <laughs> concentrating like he's listening to them. Yeah. And then that's when he figures out, like, oh, they're doing something. And then his line, this is <laughs> this is a piece of the dialogue that Joss Whedon, I guess, wrote that everyone just fawned over and said was so great <laughs> before he... Before he sets off the second bomb, and then that's the one, the bomb that explodes some of the bottom of it, and that lady almost falls through, he goes, don't fuck with daddy. <laughs> Wait, does he? I don't remember that part. He, he 100% does. Ooh, creepy. Dennis Hopper. <laughs> Weirdo in this movie. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, so, and <laughs> so that was, like, a little between, uh, yeah, before they get to the very end. And, uh, yeah, so then when that lady didn't die, then I was even more disappointed. Because <laughs> I was like, this isn't nearly as exciting as I remember. <laughs> Nobody died, so it's not good anymore. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, where's the carnage? We got that one guy stabbed in the face, and that's it? Uh, not one other elevator death? This is not worth an R rating. I know. And, uh, so yeah, eventually they get the people out and then this is where we're supposed to, I guess, get like, they're such good cops where he's like, I know he's close. They kind of figure it out. And Harry's like the thinker, I suppose. Um, cause they kind of are <laughs> he's like, the no, brains he has to the still, duo. yeah. And they're like, he still has to be in the building and blah, blah, blah. Oh, the freight elevator. They're trying to, like, go back into their banter that Harry and Jack had about, oh, the hostage situation, which is what they were talking about previously. Mm-hmm. And they also had said about how they should, sh- oh, shoot the hostage, because if you don't have anything to worry about, then all bets are off kind of thing. Right. So he's and like, so, shoot him in the leg, and that way they can't take the hostage, so then you don't have to worry about the hostage. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so that's what he does, because they eventually run into Dennis Hopper, uh, 
when they figured out where he where he must have to be. Um, they have a little showdown with him. He tries to take Harry hostage, and that's, yeah, Keanu's like, nope, and he shoots Harry in the leg, and um, Dennis Hopper just runs away, and then he just lets the bomb explode, leading them to believe that he's dead, right. but... How did he get away? Because they never do explain that. No, and they never explain, like, I guess he just took the vest off or something? And oh, yeah, and had he a remote. just left it. And, yeah, that would make sense. They follow up with them getting a Medal of Honor, and it's on TV, and, oh, good job, you saved all those elevator people. And you shot Harry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then Harry and his little cane, and he accepts his... His medal, too. So it seems like, yeah, they did it. And the night before, or, okay, when they're celebrating, that's when they do another foreshadowing because Harry's, like, drunk, but he's like, oh, we were just lucky. And Keanu's like, no, we won. And then he's like, no, we didn't win. I don't know. Again, it felt like it was very forced. And then uh, I didn't really care about any of these people the more and more I watched it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I did not like Jeff Daniels' drunk acting. Yeah, it wasn't very good. And then, again, I still didn't feel like that connection that they're supposed to have. Right. Because that's the so, only time they're together throughout the whole film. Because the rest of it, they talk on the phone and then he's dead. <laughs> exactly. So these are the moments that are supposed to, like, you know, kind of, like... Because he dies later. Like, spoiler alert, Harry does explode <laughs> later. And when Keanu's as upset as he is in that one scene, I'm kind of like, meh, I don't believe it because it was, I don't know, so forced in the beginning. You guys didn't have chemistry at all. Yeah, but they were supposed to be best friends, I guess. I know. I just didn't get best friends from them. <laughs> I got work acquaintances. <laughs> exactly. You're going to be that upset. uh, Okay, so now we're going to Santa Monica. So we know for sure this is the area we're at. And I love how they, they, like, Santa Monica is, like, small town USA. That's how they try to show it. Like, everybody knows Keanu's name. He's, like, talking to everybody. Everybody knows him. I know, and I love how he's dressed, too, in the scene. It's so <laughs> 90s. How is he dressed? Oh, he has, like, that little, like, pullover, like, um, surfer dude looking. <laughs> like, like the dude, almost. Like, oh, kind really? Of, like, one of those. I didn't yeah, notice that, yeah. I guess. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, he's dressed like that. And then, um, oh, and he just happens to know this bus driver, too. Right. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Yeah, it was so funny. And the bus drives away, and then the bus explodes. Bus blew up. Mm Mm-hmm. And then there's a payphone, just ring-a-ring-a-ringin'. Just like Die Hard 3. Uh, (laughs) There you go. Because I just watched those not too long ago. So, um, yeah, so I'm like, now it's personal, and of course, it's Dennis Hopper. Yeah, and so this is when we find out, because he's basically like, hello, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not dead, Mwahaha. How does it feel? He's like, uh, not the is... bus driver, why didn't you yeah. choose me instead? <laughs> I know, why not me? You're like, oh, y'all are that close, huh? Yeah, again, like, a weird 
But yeah, so this is where we find out that he spent two years uh, to set the elevator job, and he wants his three point seven million, which I think is also another odd number. Right? Where does that come into play? Why that number? Yeah, and uh, so he's got his money. So he's got a situation for Keanu uh, that he can help solve and help him get his money and save the people. Just like so much work when, I don't know, I guess because he's wanting to be able to do it remotely. So I get the whole bomb thing. You know what I mean? I don't understand why he thinks he'll be able to get away scot-free anyway. Exactly. Like. When has that ever worked? (laughs) You might as well go try and rob a bank. I don't know. Because you're not a, um, like, you know, super genius. (laughs) He thinks he is. Uh, Yeah, he, he does think so. I mean, it took him two years to make the elevator job. <laughs> <laughs> it took him two years to stripe on some dynamite to an elevator. <laughs> and go in the other one. Go in the back elevator. <laughs> took him two years to Two years that playing that. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Like I said, took him two years and a finger. <laughs> And uh, so, yes, yeah, is when we get the rundown about the whole 50 miles per hour scenario. Basically, once the bus hits that initial 50, it cannot then go below 50 anymore after that or it will explode. Mm-hmm. But the people on the bus have no idea this is happening. And so he tells Keanu exactly what bus it is and where the bus is currently located. This is when they show us the bus and they intro uh, Miss Sandra. <laughs> Yeah, that's I wrote classic hot mess Sandra. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's what I wrote as well. Um, yeah, that she's running right, running late, and she catches the bus, and I put instant regret. <laughs> right. <laughs> Shouldn't have got on this bus, baby. <laughs> it's the wrong bus. <laughs> and uh, and then she's also like yelling the bus driver's name so she too is someone who seems to just know everyone uh, right. around santa in the monica. small town usa of santa monica of santa California. monica exactly uh again i'm only gonna call him cameron yes uh, and i wrote <laughs> and he plays the taurus who was also in twister Yes, and uh, and then we also get uh, oh the lady who was nervous on freeways, um, and it was all, who was also in uh, the mini project and to Wong Fu. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, I don't. I didn't write down her name. I should have, but I didn't look for it. But there was yeah, yeah. I, I was going to say somebody else, but no, I think that was it. Mm. But yeah, so basically, we're kind of slowly getting the cast of characters that's on this bus, which again the way they kind of introduced them and from my recollections in the movie, I guess I thought they were going to be a little more prominent even than what they were as well. Yeah, they were very background characters. Very background, yes. Most uh, of them didn't even more. say, like, one word. And yeah, and there were way more people on the bus than I thought as well. Right. Than I remembered. And, um... But I so did right- like that little exchange and she was like... There's, there's gum on my seat. Gum! And she, like, shoves it in his face. Yes. I felt uh, like that was a very Sandra Bullock. Yeah. Like, just how she, yeah, how she said it. Like, gum. Yeah. Gum on my seat. Gum. Gum. <laughs> um, so, yeah, she's funny. But also, is she wearing, like, little girl socks? 
Probably. I'm like pretty the sure they have her. Yeah. Yes, they have her on the roughly little things, and she's wearing the, um, like, floral printed little 90s dress, Mm -hmm. and then, like, the very loose, like, baggy, she's wearing, like, an Arizona State, like, zip-up hoodie, but it was, it's such a look. But what I will also comment on is her thin little eyebrows. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Her little 90s eyebrows. No one had eyebrows. And that haircut was god-awful. It was so choppy. It was very choppy. I did not like her hair that much in this one. Yeah, it was terrible. But, you know, it was that hot mess express. Yeah. Because, <laughs> again, Keanu had, like, carjacked that car, and he's been trying to chase down this bus now. Well, and, and he's yelling at him, and they're like, I ain't opening this. Yeah. I think it was Sandra that said, he sure has a hard-on for this bus. No, it was someone else, I think. I, yeah. uh, it was somebody else. But yeah, I saw it was like a dude, I think. Or like, man. Oh, okay. <laughs> sure has a hard-on for this bus. I know. It was so stupid. Like, <laughs> it's a stupid, stupid. Uh, but okay, so once he finally gets on the bus. And uh, so now, after like reading that he had done that himself, I'm like, oh, snap. So like. It shows his legs, like, dangling when they're, like, pretty close. Yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, man, that really was him. (laughs) That's terrifying. Yeah, it's pretty intense. So, he gets on the bus, and then he talks to the bus driver, tells the bus driver, like, what's going on, and then he's addressing um, the people on the bus, and then this is where we get the guy who, I guess, assumes that because it's the police, they're after him. And they've been kind of cutting to him, too, looking to where he looks, like, real shady. I know, but I just thought it was so funny that I was like, this little guy thinks all the fuss was for him. Exactly! I'm like, you really, really? You think it's about you? And then I like how he's like, I don't know, whatever you did, I'm sure you're sorry for whatever crime you committed. Like, yeah, because being sorry is the, that's the important part. Oh, and then this is where we get the renowned line, there is a bomb on this bus. So this is when, um, again, yeah, so they're, like, playing up their flirtation a little bit, introducing them, and then he's going to look for the bomb, and this is when we get the first, like, the access panel, and you find out it's underneath. Uh, he write, He says, there's enough C4 to blow a hole in the world. <laughs> And then when she ran over that stroller, that was crazy at first because I forgot that it had cans in it. I was like, it's a stroller of cans. Somebody doesn't like these cans. (laughs) Once again. (laughs) Stay away from the cans. (laughs) So, so yeah, I thought that was very funny. Um, That, again, just makes no sense. Like, okay, this lady has a stroller of cans. And now we say you get, like, that couple of shots of like distraught upset Sandra Bullock where she's like um almost like hysterical you know and then yeah he has to come yes her. and then she almost hits the real kids right at a crosswalk mm-hmm. and this is when they kind of have like a, a police escort the media news people or whatever are in the helicopters so they think that they're for sure being watched because the media is recording it by uh, Dennis Hopper. Like, he can see their moves. Again, like he did a lot in Twister, he did in this movie, 
where you're just uh, filming a caravan type of uh, people on situation (laughs) and uh trying to make it as exciting as possible i will say i feel like he did a better job in twister uh in terms of how it held up yeah for sure well because that was a more realistic plot line anyway i suppose so yeah so and even watching that one this go around i still had like a level of like anticipation Mm mm-hmm and in this one, I did not even because, like I said, I obviously didn't remember a ton of it. Um, you know what they should have? Oh, yeah, they should have joined forces, and they should have made a movie with Bill Paxton and Sandra Bullock. <laughs> that would have oh, really have... no, but that would have been epic. It would have because I'm like they never did a movie together, yeah, did not they? Not that I'm aware of. So they're kind of getting out of the exciting bit and going into where they're like, hey, we got this like freeway like blocked off for you mm-hmm. guys. So you're going to have to make this really like hard right turn. And, you know, the bus can't slow down. So it is going to be difficult to do this turn while going 50 miles an hour to get on this like freeway that they can just be smooth sailing. And for two uh, miles. So this is when they're really like pushing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what. Okay. <laughs> unbeknownst at right, the time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and this is when they really like play up their chemistry too because they're like turning the wheel together and that's when well. and that's when i was like noticing her little girl socks again <laughs> i'm like mm, that's just yeah <laughs> that was the look stephanie so this is when he's like getting real close to her when she's driving the bus okay this is the part when i'm like oh my god they are laying it on thick and it's a little too much right now because, yeah, they just went in through all of this and it's a moment of calm because they're on this clear freeway thing. But this is when they they still have the bleeding bus driver <laughs> and they're like flirting together at the wheel. And you can see they in the background, there's like sweating Sam <laughs> with his ass bleeding back there. And they're just like kind of like, oh, well, why would anyone want to do this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yes. So then they're trying to, or Dennis Hopper contacts Keanu. Contacts oh, yeah. Him and he, they, so they can get the driver off the bus. Yes, yes, yeah. Because he basically makes contact with Keanu. And so they do make the deal that they can take the driver off because he was shot. <laughs> And um, so they do the thing um, and get the bus driver off of there. And then that's when the one uh, lady who they show in the beginning who said she takes the bus because the freeway made her nervous to drive. So, of course, she finds herself in this predicament. And then the one of the SWAT team people were like, come on, lady. Like they, so There are several of, the SWAT of them. Team they were like, come on, you yeah. can do it. Yeah, and it's like, no, that's not what they're supposed to do. So Dennis Hopper sees this from, again, the news vans and everything. Um, is what they're showing you. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, I guess, had like, I guess he has little bombs set up as well. Cause he Just under the stairs. That one. <laughs> yeah, under the stairs. And explodes that. She falls off, gets ran over, and we finally get at least one death. Blows that bitch off the bus. And this is when, in another scene where Keanu's just kind of like, hey, you know, like, stop it. <laughs> I'm Keanu. But, yeah, and then this is where you would think he's going to, like, inspire them. Maybe, I don't know, tell them something. Yeah, inspire them or be like, you know, 
I it's horrible that we lost this you know something and instead this is when he just like turns around and goes to like comfort right. <laughs> well she's the one driving so y'all like, are oh, irrelevant well yeah I guess she's the one who like ran over the lady <laughs> <laughs> well yeah technically, technically. <laughs> It turns out the interstate was Oh, no, it's an unfinished freeway. <laughs> and why is there just, there's just a gap in it? Like, that's weird. <laughs> exactly. Why would there be just one if it's gap a new, in brand it? new freeway. And this is what the, the SWAT LAPD's plan was to, like, get them out of danger. And they already perused it with the helicopter, didn't they? For two miles, I guess. That was it. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing we can do, so fuck it. Let's yeah. just floor it. <laughs> Put your head between your knees that, and you kiss your ass goodbye. <laughs> I mean, pretty much that's what they yeah, all do. I mean, what else are they going to do? Jump off? I don't think so. But yeah, so we had that stupid uh, bus scene. And uh, it I don't know. It just wasn't nearly as exciting as you thought. But they're all celebrating because, of course, they're happy. They go off of that and they go into the airfield now. And so at this point, this is when, yeah, I'm thinking like, oh, okay, we're like getting towards the end of the movie. So at that point, this is kind of, yeah, when we find out more of a little backstory of the villain, which I do feel like it was like they tried to flesh him out and you got little bits. Um because he talks about, he's like, I had the medal. And then I got a pink slip and a sorry about your hand. So then I was like, wait, did he lose his whole hand? And because I kind of realized they had, like, been, you know, showing, like, a lot of right. close-ups of him all the time. But that's when you finally see. It was just, like, he <laughs> lost one finger and he had, like, one burnt up <laughs> oh, hand. And he still got a medal. He still got a pension. He still got the gold watch in retirement. And that, to him, wasn't good enough. No, because he lost his finger. He needs $3 million for his finger. <laughs> 3.7. Oh, yeah, 3.7. I mean, does this not just scream like mediocre white man, like right. entitled? Like, <laughs> like it wasn't enough. Well, <laughs> well, he does say, and I wrote this down, this is a direct quote later in the movie, when he was like, you're fucking crazy. He's like, poor people are crazy. I'm eccentric. <laughs> When he had the bag of money in his hand. Yes. <laughs> <clears throat> and, and yeah, and so that's basically his motivation. So, again, it's uh, uh, the villain. He's like John Lithgow in Cliffhanger almost. Like, mm-hmm. they're just like, greedy murderers. Yeah. Like, nothing more. For the sake of murdering. You know, where sometimes you can kind of see a villain's perspective. Like, these villains are, right. are not like that in these 90s Like Mr. Movies. Freeze. <laughs> During this time, Harry does figure out who he is. Um, again, because that stupid watch or whatever, and they figure out his name was, uh, Payne. <laughs> I get, they just made it so lame. I'm, like, thinking about the script writer. I'm like, really? This is, like, the backstory of your bad guy? He loses a finger? Like, if anything, <laughs> make it a whole arm or a hand or a leg or something that he could be, like, really fucking pissed about. Right. Jeff Daniels figures out who he is, and it's a trap. He kills Harry because it, it was a setup. It wasn't where he was actually located, they feed back the loop. This is when, because after this, is when uh, he tells him that he killed Harry, and that's when they were on the phone. Whatever, blah, blah, blah. Cut to the chase. Um, earlier, he read yeah. Sandra Bullock being a wildcat, 
And then at this point, this is when Keanu Reeves sees that her jacket said Wildcats, and he's like, oh, shit, the guy has a camera in the bus. That's probably more of how he's known mm-hmm. everything. And, uh, yeah, so this is when they loop the footage, and that's, so they trick him, and they get the people out. And then at that point, he's asking about his money. And again, this is where they did the whole scene of underneath the bus. Uh, And then him and Sandra Bullock leave together on their own makeshift thing out of the bus. And then this is what we thought was, yeah, towards the end. Like, oh, okay. The end. They made it. (laughs) Or not. Yeah, because that's when, yeah, Dennis Hopper calls him. And uh, it's like, where's my money? And that's when they're like, oh, we realize that he uh, doesn't even know that they're off the bus or that the bus exploded. Because when they finally all get Mm -hmm. off, that's when the bus, yeah, doesn't make a hole in the earth, but it does explode a whole airplane. This is when they showed his janky finger. (laughs) That's what I put. I was like, he's got one (laughs) janky finger and that's what he's doing all this for. (laughs) Yeah, your one janky finger. And, uh... So, yeah, he had called about his money, and that's when they were like, oh, shit, well, let's, uh, like, set him up, whatever. And, uh, of course, they have, like, obvious snipers and cops everywhere, and he sees that. And why did they bring Sandra Bullock to the money exchange drop-off? Why would he bring her with him? No idea. And Because it seemed like she was waiting for the ambulance to go somewhere, and the ambulance wasn't going nowhere, so she got out to see what was going on, is what I thought. No, it was like the ambulance was just there, like with her, and she was like waiting for him to catch the bad guy, I guess. I guess because they were in a relationship at this point. <laughs> Instantly, <laughs> yes. Yeah. And of course, um, Dennis Hopper is a little sneaky snake, and he's dressed in his uniform, and she goes right off with him. So they go from a bus, they go from an elevator to a bus, so now they're in the subway, on a subway train. Yeah, on a train, and um, he has a whole vest on her. Um, they're able to get that way because this is when the cops realize, they're like, oh my god, the money's moving. How did he get the money when everyone's, like, literally looking at this one spot? And that's when... Because I guess he spent two years digging, <laughs> digging it through the... Um... I guess concrete I know. to get through that to that trash can. He's got his little hidey hole. <laughs> he's got he made a little hidey hole. In the exactly. Earth. So he's got his <laughs> hidey hole, and that's how he did it. And um, that's what I'm. Yeah, he's uh, going for the train, and Keanu gets there, and he uh, reveals the hidey hole, and he goes down there, and that's when he's like yelling, like "Reveal yourself!" Blah blah blah. And it turns out it's Sandra Bullock with the bomb vest on. I just love how he sneaks up on him on top of the train, though. I'm like, he's holding that trigger because he can't let go of it. The bomb will explode. And he still sneaks up on Keanu that fast. He's basically only got one hand. Exactly. Well, and then that he heard (laughs) Keanu perfectly above him, like outside of the train. And how quickly these people get out of the train on on the the roof, like so quickly. Yeah. And he's like 78. And he's just like, boom, bitch, right behind him. <laughs> I was like, how the fuck? That old man sneak up on I him. I know. And he, um, and again, we're getting, this is like what the, the third movie now we've watched where people are fighting on top of a train. Mm-hmm. And we get a, a, yet again, I mean, I think that's what it is. It's just so many of these movies have so much in common from this era. They have the same, yeah. That I think I'm just a little tired of it now. Um, <laughs> So I'm You're like, right. I'm like, on to the next. <laughs> I know. Like, okay, here we go again. Train roof fight. Got it. 
since he gets fucking decapitated. Yes, because they do show there's like this light coming down that they've been kind of having to dodge at different times. And Dennis Hopper, I like how the whole thing, though, right before he gets murked, is how he's just like, I'm smarter than you, and I was... <laughs> I deserve this money because I lost my finger! <laughs> and then, bam, Keanu uh, basically is like, no, I'm smarter than you because I'm going to roll you here, and boom, yeah. Decapitated. He's like, and I'm taller than you. Yes! <laughs> By a head. Uh, <laughs> so, so bad. And then, but of course, the track's not finished on the train oh, track no. either. I was like, you have got to be fucking kidding me when they did that. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. I was like, really? They're really going to do that again? Like, this is what we're doing. Yep. In the same mm-hmm. movie, okay, let's do it. Only this time, oh no, she's like still handcuffed around that pole, and oh, the decapitated guy who just flew off the train, guess what? He had the key. <laughs> and so now the plan is, well, fuck it. Let's just go as fast as we can and try to jump something. That's our, that's our answer to everything. <laughs> Instead, <laughs> it just bulldozed through everything. <laughs> there wasn't really anything to swung. jump. <laughs> Just gonna bulldoze all of it. I know, they almost like wipe out all the workers that have been like working on this line. Whatever. They go careening through this whole underground system of, I guess, yeah, again, they were like still building onto the line and it like erupts, like bursts forth from the ground. And conveniently, their one little area, like all the other ones, because it even shows like, uh, which definitely that was like a model train, right? Like a little mini train set, because that's what it looked like. Is that what it looked like? It looked like that to me, yeah. Much like Twister. (laughs) They were ended with them making out. Yes, with them, they're attached to a pole of some sort. Right. And he's like, uh, you know, as like encased her. He's like holding her. And yeah, and then they go through this thing. And then, yeah, they conveniently survive through this whole ordeal. And they're just making out. And then they make a sex joke. And then the people watch them make out and like clap for them. And take pictures of them. And then the orchestra music plays them out. So romantic. And then we get a really quick 90s rock song that they just like come in hard right at the very oh, as soon as that. The, oh, as soon as the credits start playing. <laughs> and then uh, one of the lyrics I did right now was speed, give me what I need. <laughs> that sounds familiar, actually. <laughs> it, it may have been. It sounded kind of like almost like a hair band like kind of song. Mm, it seemed nice. very out of place, again, for the... For as much as, like, orchestra music as there was throughout it. Right. Actual movie music. Mm Mm-hmm. But, yes, that was the uh, exciting ending, which, again, just felt like a redo of the bus scene. So I kind of... Right, they already did it. Yeah, so I feel like, honestly, Fox made the bad decision of wanting... You should have just made the two hours on the bus, and that was it. Or (laughs) instead of giving us a whole second... Or, like, the third act or second ending, basically, just being a repeat, almost, of what we had. The more excitement, the better. Yeah, no, I got bored with it. During that whole train stuff, I was like, I am over this. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, this is why it's two hours long. (laughs) I know, that's that's why I was like, this is bullshit. I thought we were done (laughs) with 
<laughs> that was speed and all its that glory. Was speed. Yep. Uh, yeah. So, like I said, I, I mean, was, I, uh, it was like I said, it was about what I, what I expected it to be. I, I was ready for the cheese factor. I don't think I was as ready for the cheese as I thought I was. It definitely, again, it just felt repetitive almost. You thought it'd be as exciting as Twister. Um, uh, yeah, I guess I really did. And then because uh, when I saw the director, I was like, oh, okay, like maybe this will be better than I was in. Like then I almost had higher expectations for it to hold up uh, mm-hmm. as well as, you know, like Twister did. I just did not feel like I cared about the characters that much in this one. Right. Yeah, they were pretty lackluster. Yeah, pretty one-dimensional. Mm-hmm. And we don't really get any information about Keanu Reeves' character other than he's no, just a cop. not at all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I about died when I realized, like, that was the whole undertone of this movie of why this is all happening. <laughs> his finger. Because of his finger. <laughs> it's just... I still like the scene where they, like, went out together under the bus. I still thought that was... Everything I remembered it being. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was um, as iconic, yeah, as it was then. Mm-hmm. Kind of, I thought this was going to be a very strong end to our summer of blockbusters, but I do feel like it was kind of a, a fizzly flop for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like it was way too long at two hours. For sure. Just a few updates and announcements. We have finally created the Discord for the podcast. I'm probably going to finally also make us a Twitter account so that way we can actually um, easier share uh, that kind of links and info and everything. So stay tuned about that. Um, Remember on Instagram, we are at Filmgazers. Um, Again, if you're interested in the Discord, go ahead and start following us on Insta so that way you can get all the other updated information uh, of where to get the invite and everything. And again, this was the end of our summer of blockbusters. Um, So next month, we're actually going to be taking uh, a nice little palette cleanser, if you will, for the month of August, um, because that is Jessica's birthday month. And mm-hmm. yes, and then my birthday <laughs> month is September. Um, so we just decided the two episodes for August are going to be um, special birthday episodes. Uh, Jessica's going to pick the first one, um, the movie. And then I'm going to pick uh, a random one. We're trying to go for um, our favorite comedies, we figured, to kind of go uh, in between these action. And then September is going to kick off the spooky season. Yes. I'm so excited. I can't, I can't wait. wait. It's our favorite time of year. Yeah, and then, I can't wait for the weather to be better also. Yes, yeah. Down here, that'll be really nice not to be in the dog days of summer. <laughs> right. So, with that, it's time to hit the dusty trail. Till next time. Later, Later, taters. taters. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it.